Welcome to SickCast, brought to you by Sick Research Institute, illuminating every path. Hello, Guru Fateh. Welcome to the SickCast. My name is Manpreet Singh. Thank you for being with us today. With me today, I have a special guest who's been on here many times, Ini Kaur. Thank you for being with us today. How's it going? It's going well. Guru Fateh, Manpreet. It's good to be back. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. Ini Kaur, you are a creative director at the Sick Research Institute. You're a passionate author, poet, and artist. And you also have a new book coming out next month called The Story of Us, which uh, I'm sure the listeners can't wait to read. But today I want to talk about this powerful article you wrote on the Sikri website called Take a Knee with a Prayer. And I thought it was really powerful. They have some moving pieces in it. And I really wanted, I really wanted to talk to you about it. So could you please, just for the listeners, share the beginning of this article and then we'll get into it. Sure. Um, I'm glad you liked it. Um, Racism is alive and well in the United States of America. It has always been. Naive are those who think otherwise. The white man landed in America and the red man became the target. The red man's land was taken, his way of life mocked, and he forgot who he was. To this day, the red man is lost and is relearning as I am. The white man brought the black man to America as a slave. The black man forgot his language, his culture, his essence. The black man fought for his freedom with a heavy price. The black man was granted freedom in 1865. Or was he? Laws don't raise consciousness. Laws don't change hearts and minds. So what does? Yeah, so powerful, so powerful. What I really like is you say so much in the beginning using the least words possible, and that's very hard to do. So I know this is a different piece for you. So what compelled you to write something like this? Yes, it is a different piece. It it was the hukum of the day, you know. Uh, It was the death and it was the next day the hukum you know and that, and that of course was weighing on everyone not just me i think uh, and the hukum that morning was by guru nanak Sahib, and the last line of what i heard was blessed is that scribe who writes about the eternal truths and enshrines that within the heart. And you know, when I came into Sikhi, that was my gift, that you will write. And I felt that, um, I felt Guru saying, why aren't you writing about this? And so what I read to you actually flowed at that point in time. And I didn't know what would transpire after that. I wrote that and then there was a pause a pause of a couple of hours and then I went back to it because I have really felt this deeply Um, and I come from a tradition and when I say a tradition is 
because my journey has been, you know, ins and outs of many faiths. So I, I always lean, I have a leaning towards, um, more towards Piri than Miri. And it's been a struggle with me. And it's a struggle I acknowledge, but I am fully aware that this is a struggle with me, within me. So when this came, I said, I'm compelled to say something now. I need to say it. So that's why this piece flowed. You know, my first one was on 84, the Punjabi poem. And then this is the piece in English, which I feel is that, you know, turning point for me. Yeah, I mean, this piece, if you, you know, that's just the beginning. And then you share uh, so much on the Sikh tradition. And I think it's been lost, actually. Not a lot of people talk about this. So I'm glad that you wrote about it because that was another moving element uh, in here about uh, Guru Kabag and what happened there and what the Sikhs did was just, it was just so powerful, especially if you're a Sikh, even if you're a non-Sikh and you read it and you just can't believe what happened. So tell us about that. So that incident, that story, I heard, I saw it. So, I mean, I, it came to my consciousness when I watched the film Gandhi in 1982, Richard Attenborough's Gandhi. So this scene on the screen was so powerful, except, and I, I, I did not know it, it was portrayed as Gandhi was doing this. So think about it. Here was Gandhi in that movement doing this. And, and I, you know, it was etched in my mind, in my consciousness that that was so powerful and I attributed that to Gandhi because that's how the film portrayed it. And when I began to read Sikh history and I came across this and I'm saying, but I know the story, I've seen the story. And I put the two together and I said, oh my gosh, this is, it was incredible how uh, a part of Sikh history can be misconstrued as someone else's history. Yes, it's part of the of the movement of the British, you know, Quetendia movement, but to not have six representative there was was colossal in my in my mind. So that has stayed with me. And when this came, this piece it flowed. It's not that I thought about it. It was just that this was something has been with me for so long as how the six the self-restraint they showed to get their piece of land, Gurdwara, back from the Mahant and how the British the police conspired with the Mahant and beat them down. You know, in the beginning, it began with five and ten people coming every day to take the wood from that land. And then um, there was a fine imposed. I think it was a 50 rupee fine. And there was an FRI case against these people who were coming legitimately to the land to grab the wood for the fire uh, for the Guru Kalangar. Then the SGPC get in, gets involved. Now, this is a very, very different SGCP from what we know today, right? So, it's, you know, I mean, it, it has all the elements. And so they then decide to make a point of sending a delegation every day. And somewhere around, you know, August, uh, around August, I want to say August 22. I mean, this is in 1922, right? 
so the police then began begins arresting all these jathas coming in now we move forward to august 26th there are about 100 going in every day beaten literally beaten uh, and you know the next 100 go the next 100 go it was so much and that's when cf andrews writes you know what he wrote but there's also um uh I want to say there was a film prepared by um an American called The Exclusive Picture of India's Martyrdom and I'm trying to find that because at one point I did see it and then I don't know where to get it but I'm I'm looking for that clip where he shows the scene where it's recorded of of what actually was taking place so this when when this was transmitted to Britain to England that's when the uprising of the british rose that this was barbaric and then we then we have you know the um the uh, the lieutenant general come to the area stop the beatings right so that's the first victory then the so part of the morcha succeeds then the second victory is the release of the prisoners that's the second and the third victory is the land gets back they get been given so it was a process i mean the 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 six were very clear what they wanted and it was a process that was happened but then here we go now it's october so in october 1923 the sgcp is declared an unlawful organization and banned so there was a, you know it was it was organized it was a protest there was great self restraint of of these individuals and i look at that strength what was their character what is it that but they believed in i mean they did an ardas first at at darbar sahib at sri harmandir sahib and then they go there knowing very well that they're going to be beaten so what type of a sikh was that you know that to me is inspiration and i always um you know and yes this was the akali delegation i mean this was the akali movement and you know akal is timeless you know the the first time i believe you know when i was researching where did this word akali come from where did it uh, you know appear in sick literature and from what i can gather somewhere in the 16 1690 this came about and they were they were sort of like the nahangs and they wore this distinct blue um outfit which they wore but these were people extremely committed ready to you know ready to do anything for the guru for the pant when i say guru is the guru khalsa pant and the guru granth sahib and then somewhere they lost their way but in 1920 they gathered back and this is when you know the gurdwara reform movement came about and they were very very much part of that and then they once they got their gurdwaras released then they started fighting the british right to leave india and to gain you know to get that back and i remember you know my mother was was an akali my grand my nana ji side of the family was a kali my dada ji side my father side of the family was congress 
So my mother would constantly, this was the battle at home, right? The, between the Congress and the Akali. Can you imagine those scenes? And my mother would say, you know, I mean, because my, in fact, my um, grandfather met his father-in-law in prison. They were both, and you know, my grandfather was a, was was from Congress, and my and his was was. Uh, but at that time, all the six were in prison. I mean, it was like a badge of honor. My father carried a, a passport, which which was a red passport, which said "son of son of a revolutionary," because my grandfather was exiled from British India. So the history is very much there. Everything is very much there. But my mother would say, the Akalis of today are not like the Akalis when she was growing up. I mean, she was a, there was a very clear distinction. She said, those Akalis were totally committed to the Guru. And they were totally committed to the Sikhi Qom. You know, she would, that's her word. She said, they did everything for that. But today, the Akalis know. I mean, and that, you know, my mother passed away. It's been eight years. But that was her her gripe. And my father was, you know, a diehard Congress. And he would try to convince her, you got to, and she, there was no way she was budging. And that's the spirit I loved about my mother. And, you know, this is a woman, right? The women were so committed as well. I mean, she knew everything about the political scene, what was happening in the Sikh movement. So, yeah, it was really uh, quite powerful. So this, this particular incident actually has shaped me because part of my growing up, I grew up Roman Catholic. So the fact that a missionary said, you know, the last line really, that he saw hundreds of Christs being crucified by the Christian was very moving for me because it made things very real because that was part of my tradition as well. So there were multiple things in this piece that affected me deeply. And I don't know if the, um, the Sikhs know about such incidents that have taken place in our history. You know, the other thing is as well, and I'm sure there's some listeners saying, why don't you just fight them? And the thing is, we could have fought them, but the six didn't. They no. decided not to fight. They decided to do it this way. And I think that ties in very well uh, as you go on in, in this piece. Of Is that how you raise consciousness and change hearts and minds? Uh, yes. I mean, this incident in, in, the, in the film, um, in, in the words of Gandhi, this is the way they said it, that this incident, what took place there, will has won us independence already. Because it changed hearts and minds in England. And that's when you raise consciousness. You raise consciousness by doing something so incredible that the other person, the other people, have no option but to bow because it is so powerful. The goodness is so powerful that you actually bow to that, to that will, to that goodness. You don't no longer bow to the individual. It's to that collective, that something so powerful has come in front of them. Now, what do we do? 
And that's what is needed, I feel, right now. And, you know, we, what has happened to George Floyd is terrible. Please don't get me wrong. But this is because we other, you know, it's, it's, it's anti, you know, if we cannot look beyond that we are one people, we, these things will happen over and over again. And they've happened in this country over and over again. Okay, where, you know, we, we put the Japanese, we rounded them up and put them in, you know, in confinement, right? We have, we have problems with, okay, the Jews, we do all this to them. We do this to the Sikhs. We do this now to the Arabs when something happens because we think they're all other, not recognizing we are one people. Yeah, the oneness and Nikolankar is what we talk about all the time. And that is, you know, realizing there is no other. There I, is I, I no other. And, you know, in, I, you know, for me, what brought me to Sekhi was the oneness and Sabme Jyot Jyot Hesoi, that the light, the Jyot is the same. Is and everyone is the same. I mean, that is such a wonderful fundamental principle of Sikhi. That what are we fighting about? Why are we looking at them differently? We are one. And that's the vastness which Guruza, you know, is, is the Sikhs embrace to become that vast. But, you know, in our own community, have we become that vast to even accept you know, to rise above caste, to rise above, you know, accepting women in their spaces. So we have a lot of work to, and it all flows from that. I mean, you know, it's easy to say we must do this, this, and this, but I'm of the opinion that unless you don't look within and clean up whatever is inside you, you really can't be there for anyone else because your prejudices and your um, way of looking at life will affect everything around you. The way you speak to your children, the way you behave, you don't even have to speak. It's the actions that you do at home. You know, Manpreet, I didn't even know caste existed in Sikhi until I came, until I went to my children's Sikh camp. And that's where I learned about caste in Sikhi, because I grew up not knowing it. My parents never talked about it. So I didn't know anything about it. So to be oblivious is, is, is wonderful. I did not know anything that there was prejudice against the Jews until I came to this country. So what is it? So to grow up in that way of acceptance, you know, how do you change consciousness? How do you accept people? Is when you grow up in that place where you treat everyone alike, where your education system right from the beginning is inclusive. I remember when I, when my daughter was in kindergarten and we went to open house, right? My husband entered the classroom and you could see everyone step back because he was wearing a dastar. And none, you know, where we were, we were the only six in town. In fact, my my children, my daughter was the only, I want to write it, colored child in school. So it, 
you know, this happens everywhere. And then you have work cut out for you and you work at it and you educate and you are out there. The burden is on each one of us. This is not just for the politicians to solve. This is just not for the clergy to solve. This is actually for all of us. This is not just that problem. This is our problem that we are not able to see the one and therefore our actions and our laws and what we decide reflects our thing. Can we take that burden on ourselves? That's the question. It's so easy to blame this administration and the past administration and the police system. And yes, they all have blame. Believe me, they all do. But at the end of the day, who are they? They are like all of us. So what do we do? How do we how do we move forward so that we don't have another killing like this, a murder like this? You know, going up in the, the you know places going up in flames like this. What do we do? What are what are our options? Yes, we can create a law. We can create laws, and we can do all that. But do laws really change? Do we, does that stop our behavior? The individual be, okay, this time, all right. So let's say we fixed it for the black community. What if this happens with the Latin American community? What then? So now we're going to write another set of laws for them. When do we stop and say, no, this is a human condition. This affects each one of us. And until we don't do that, recognize that, this is going to be with us all the time. And this is not just an American thing. I mean, you know, I grew I grew up in the Middle East. The uh, black Muslims are treated in inferior to the, you know, the color in India. So, you know, to say this is just an American thing would be naive, and I just I think that would be an injustice. If we're going to address it, let's address it globally and really say what makes the white color superior to any other color. And who gives them that power? But they've done a great job because, you know, India still has wants everyone to be white. <laughs> uh, that they, they definitely want everybody to be white. Trust. Their ads are just hilarious. Their face cream ads are just hilarious. Um, you know, that was very powerful what you said. And you also, you have an offering in here too. And I'm not going to read it all, but I'm basically paraphrasing because the article is called Take a Knee with a Prayer. So where should we take a knee? And saying police station, city halls. And then you have a prayer here from uh, Guru Arjun Sahib. So I don't want you to read it uh, because I want the listeners to go on and read it themselves. It's way more powerful when they read it themselves. We have it in Gurmukhi and the um, transcreation. But uh, why this uh, Shabbat from uh, Guru Arjun Sahib? Maybe just tell us the gist of it. So for me, the Shabbat was, you know, Guru Sahib is saying that Akal Puruk, the one, the source, will protect the devotee, no matter what. 
and the the tyrant the one who goes against the laws of nature that everyone is one will be punished will be put through the fire but when i read this for me the question was am i a devotee that was my first question to be able to have the protection of uh, the the one the source i must first be a devotee so there was you know this chabad made me really um pause you know we are in also um a period of uh you know covid and and lockdown where we are all within and and i feel very comfortable and i feel very grateful and blessed and i sometimes look at it that i feel like i'm in the sanctuary uh, because i i feel protected so when this shabad um came it was a question i said am i a devotee because if i'm a devotee nothing is going to touch me and therefore i can go out and do what i need to do so this was you know a, everyone looks at um shabad or what we call prayer i don't want to really call shabad a prayer i want to call shabad as a reflection it's really something that you need to reflect on and see how 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 it applies to you or what you want to take away from it you know a prayer is like a mantra you just say out it doesn't affect you but this is something which do, deeply connects you to something more powerful and it's looking within i'm saying yes i think i can do that because guru is telling me the ones who do who commit such abuse they will be taken care of so i'm not worried about them i just need to do what i need to do and i'm not worried about my safety either because if i am a devotee i'm protected so it plays on on two ways um i'm i'm you know this is the way i relate to the shabbat everyone has their own relationship with shabbat and i leave it up to them as to what they get out of it but um yeah and you know we've been receiving at sikri we've been receiving a lot of uh, email requests please tell us what to say to our interfaith um, events everyone is going to interfaith events because this seems to be that moment where everybody's reaching out and being with each other so um, you know i did parts of this um article i put together for a couple of for about three uh people to read to their congregations where they were going and they said that you know it was appreciated and it worked uh, whatever that working meant for them but they connected with it so what is it that um what everyone gets out of it it's a, it's their journey i implore everybody listening to go ahead and uh, read this article that uh, you put up it's on the sikri website right on the home page it's on all our social media channels i know we've been talking about this and i appreciate your time today appreciate you being on the podcast but i definitely want you to leave the listeners with some final thoughts you know there are moments in everyone's life where you get asked where were you you know 84 happened and everyone says where were you 
9-11 happened and everyone said, where were you? What did you do? I think this is that defining moment of like, where were you and what did you do? So for each one of us to look within us, to say, what is my contribution in this? And it could be something very, very small. It doesn't have to be big. You know, in Guru's army, in Guru's Darbar, everyone is equal. Whether you serve, you know, in the stable, whether you serve making weapons, whether you serve cooking longer, whether you're riding on that horse with Pacha, whether you're defending, whether you are burning the home fires, everyone has a place, a unique place, but they all know they're serving and they are serving the one, the Ikumkar. So my my thing would be to you in this moment, which is too, it's, it's a crime that is so unjust that we must say something, we must do something. So what is it that you are doing? Even if it's just a conversation with your children to talk about, this is not how we treat people. This is not how we look at people. We believe in Ikumkar, in oneness the jyot in everyone. That itself is a lot. The ones who can march, the ones who have the ability to create the laws and and be there on that table, please do that. But not recognize not all of us have that skill. So whatever your skill set is, use that to whatever capacity you are comfortable with and do that. No, great final thoughts. Definitely do that. Inikar, appreciate your time. Appreciate you writing this uh, powerful piece. I implore everyone once again to go ahead and read it. Inikar, I hope we chat again soon. Thank you for being here. Vaigrujika Khalsa. Vaigrujika Thank you for having me, Manpreet. You are listening to SIGCAST by SIG Research Institute, illuminating every path.